Hello, this is Teresa Canavo, and thank you for joining me in my first episode of my podcast. And I want to talk to you about staying sane through this holiday season. And you will encounter a lot of not so sane people. So if I can give you a few tips to help you get through the holiday season dealing with those people, um, I think we'll be that much better. So I spoke with my daughter, Sophia, and my friend, Stephen, to get a few more perspectives on staying sane through the holiday season. So I will give you mine, and then I'll give you, I'll interject with a few of uh, Sophia's and a few of Stephen's, too, because I wrote them down. Staying sane through the holiday, I try very hard to do a little bit of self-care, and it's such a hard time because we're taking care and nurturing so many others, and we're going crazy trying to get everything perfect, the decorations, the purchasing of gifts, presents, wrapping. Uh, Maybe you're making some hand gifts, and that takes even a little bit more time. Although, personally, I think the amount of time spent in holiday traffic and shopping and going in line and going in stores, and even if you're going online, still takes some time, and I don't mind uh, getting some therapy of sewing or creating something, especially when it's so rewarding to your own heart when you give somebody a handmade item. But uh, that still, you know, takes a lot of time and can be very frustrating. So finding me time, uh, for me personally, it's probably a pedicure. I think that might be one of my most favorite things to do. I never get a manicure because I work with my hands, so that doesn't make sense. But um, staying on your feet all day long, uh, walking and, you know, exercising and you get sore muscles and your calves and your feet and uh, it's just so nice to get that all scrubbed up and relaxing and I think that's one of the things that just relaxes me the most Um, and trying to find the time to get a walk-in is another hard thing for me sometimes but uh, really relaxes the whole entire body makes you feel so much better once you've done it and especially if you can keep track of um, the amount of steps that you do or the miles that you go or some kind of quantitative measurement so that you can uh, feel like you accomplished something. Um, another thing that I do is I will go and talk to somebody that is a professional, a therapist or a social worker or somebody that's in a capacity to be a professional and help you to maybe make an outline. And I tried this on Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, I sat down with my eldest daughter with a therapist and we wrote down a few, oh, I don't want to call them rules because that sounds so hard, but yeah, we wrote down rules. We, we texted it out to the family and it was actually very well received. And it wasn't like you will do this and you will do that. It was something like recognize when another family member might need some help or a break Give that person, you know, actually take over their task and and tell them, would you like a break? Ask people how they're feeling and be tuned in to, you know, when somebody might be uh, stressed out or overwhelmed. That was one of our our rules. Um, I think another one was just, you know, help with the cleanup. It shouldn't have to fall on one person. One of the rules in our house is whoever cooks should not have to clean. And that's nice because I don't mind doing either one. I'm usually doing the cooking. I don't mind that. I love doing that part. And, um, you know, if somebody else is doing the cleanup for me, yeah, who? That is just 
that's a, a gift of love to me, um, to have somebody help me to clean up the kitchen. Um, I think one of the things that I had to really sink deep inside myself to realize that not everything has to be perfect, that my family appreciates so much of what I do and I don't have to have every single thing out. I don't have to have every single, you know, baked cookie that I want or the, you know, the baking is daunting task at, to try to squeeze in as it is. But realizing that I just don't have to do it all, that they're very happy with the few things that I do. And more important is actually the time together. And I think you realize that once your older kids uh, move move away and start their own lives and don't get a chance to come back. And especially uh, my older daughter, Cecilia, moved up to the Boston area. So she's a couple hours away now, and I don't get to see her that often. So when she is here, I do not want to be cleaning or distracted in any way. I want to visit with her. I want to visit with all of them, but... Um, it's just wonderful when they do come back home and you see how much they've grown. Um, you don't have to, um, you know, make sure that every single thing is done for them. Sometimes they need just some downtime uh, to have a space of their own to just be in the presence without, you know, clamoring for their attention. And I realized this um, probably just a, a couple years ago, you know, when your kids are little, you really want to make sure that you have, you know, so many presents for this one and so many presents for that one. But sometimes that really doesn't matter. And I stopped putting like a dollar amount. I need to spend this amount on each kid or I need to have this many presents, gifts for each kid. That was something that really took a lot of pressure off. Um, when I asked my friend Stephen what he does to uh, get through the holiday season without being so overwhelmed, uh, he said that to be cognizant, to be really aware that the holiday season is short once it starts happening, <laughs> not the marketing season, of course, but it's soon going to be over. And then you've got the, you know, the quietness of the actual wintertime setting in and that January and February are times to you know, make sure that you're getting enough sunshine and getting enough exercise, even though it might be really cold out and really uh, weather, the weather might have a factor to that. When I asked Sophia, um, you know, about this subject, some of the things that she said were uh, very similar to me, take time to center yourself, you know, get within yourself and picture how it's going to happen how the holidays will go and how you'll make the best of it and how you will have a good time and to act out of love and compassion and set the boundaries of what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And um, she said another thing which I thought was really interesting too is to be careful of the food that you eat and to eat, you know, consciously and be aware of what you're doing. And when everyone's under one roof, to try to control your emotions and control your joy and excitement to be that and not the anxiety. You know, when we have a tendency to just get overjoyed, we also can have a tendency to get overwhelmed with the, all the emotions that come with all of that. And 
I think that one of the most important things is just to be present in the moment and not to be so worried about the holiday that is coming up and all of the things that go with that. And so I'm going to uh, give us a little break right here and go ahead and play a commercial. And if you will help me to recognize that this podcast is so easy to do, I was introduced to it and I'm really enjoying it. Welcome back to the next segment of Staying Sane Through the Holidays. I'm going to give you a few more of my tips that help us stay sane through the holidays, even though that sounds like an almost impossible thing to do. Really, it's about, you know, loving the family and the friends that you're with. Your friends are your chosen family, and uh, it's a good time for visiting, but uh, stress levels can be high to try to stay on time, to try to get all the things together that you need to bring to your events, to your visitations. Um, One of the things that I always try to do is make sure that I bring something delicious to eat. And it's usually a homemade thing, so that takes a little bit of time and a lot of scheduling. And I think one of the things that keeps our family on track is doing a group chat or a group message and you send it out once and hopefully everybody sees it and if you put in a little thing like you know reply if you receive this message then you know that everybody has seen it when we sent out that message for Thanksgiving time to everybody with a few expectations I guess rules whatever you want to call it um, we also put in there um, that Everybody would take their cell phone and put it into a basket. And I put down just for dinner time because I was a little scared about that. I have, you know, we've got every age here. And one of our teenagers in this household really has her face stuck in that phone constantly. She's keeping in touch with her friends. That's the way they're socializing now and uh, drives us crazy. So rather than have that stress of, you know, would you please put your phone away? Would you, God, your face is in that phone all day long. Rather than have that kind of emotion come out or energy, negative energy, we ask that everybody just put their um, cell phone into the one basket. And I did it willingly because (laughs) I was doing a lot of things anyway, so I wasn't really on my phone. But it was an amazing thing. The phones went in the basket and nobody really took them back out. And we had dinner and we had great conversation. And then we go into some card games afterwards. Uh, When we're cleaning up and doing some dessert, uh, that's all out of the way. And we try to clear off the table in the dining room and set out a game and I think one of my favorite ones now is Monopoly the card game and another one is Anomia. If you haven't played those games you might want to grab those. They're kind of for just about every age group. 
doesn't take too much of a brain, but uh, we love kind of strategic games, so that's always fun. Uh, Anomia gets to be screaming, and I actually um, kind of joke around and say that I absolutely hate the game, but I do love it. I'm just terrible at it. <laughs> but uh, Monopoly card game is very fun, and uh, it just, you know, you get to see who can pair up and who can uh, really use their brain power, and sometimes it doesn't even matter. But anyway, that's that's our that's what we do after our dinners. Um, some people choose to take a nap. <laughs> we know who those people are. Uh, those are usually the people that are avoiding the uh, kitchen cleanup, but um, we, we try to share that all out evenly. And uh, I think if you can keep that cleanup going all day long, I think that is a, that's a huge stressor uh, for a lot of people, I would say. We also try to make sure that we get a family walk-in. My family doesn't know it, but I have a two-hour hike planned for Christmas Day, and that will get our appetite up and uh, let us eat the goodies without much guilt, but I'm going to uh, take them on a hike that I just recently went to, if, you know, the weather is willing. Um, and that's, it's another way. I just, for me, you know, getting back out in nature is something that calms me and soothes me tremendously. Um, Tessa, my daughter, who is 16 now, has a bunny. And I tell you, this little bunny is just such a stress reliever. He is adorable. Chews on everything. Uh, so we have to make sure that we watch out. But uh, he is... Uh, able to come out and roam around and he uses his own litter box it's kind of an amazing thing to see something so small such a little rodent use a litter box and I know that I can see her sometimes just she scoops that bunny up and she can just relax and sink into the couch and just sit there with the warmth of the bunny and his I'm sure he's satisfying the tactile sense of petting something that's so soft and silky uh, that's a really great stress reliever. And, of course, having a dog, um, you know, throwing the ball, getting the ex- the dog exercised or taking it for a walk, that's a wonderful way to just get away from everything and just kind of focus an energy on something that is so positive and so loving and giving and unconditional love from an animal is just wonderful. Um, another uh, wonderful thing that I try to do is... <sighs> some breathing to just sit quietly for a second uh, do some yoga do some yogic style breathing and just sink that air right into my belly and breathe it out can kind of clear your head and get you ready for the next round of whatever it is visits, staying on schedule keeping up with the cleanup, keeping up with the food preparation, uh, going to going to your meditative space or your spiritual place, or saying some prayers, or writing it down, or doing a podcast. Did I mention podcasts are fun? <laughs> this is really a really wonderful way to get some messages out, and if you will help me to create podcasts that you want to hear 
I'm hoping that you'll send me a voice message because I love to hear voices and tell me about what you'd like to hear about. And I hope that I can accommodate that. The things that I am really passionate are about health, nurturing someone else's health, like your children or your parents, anybody in your family or a friend. I talk about a fetal lifestyle, which is really keeping your brain healthy too. And I talk about good food and a healthy preparation of food, the right foods to eat. Maybe talk about supplements and activators. There are ways that you can activate your own body. We're going to talk about uh, handcrafted items because that's another passion of mine is working with my hands. And we're going to talk about a lot of things. I have so much to talk about. It's going to be really fun. I hope to bring guests onto my podcast Not only my daughters, which we're going to talk about some lifestyle and fashion with Sophia Lilly Designs, and uh, being a teenager, maybe we can get Tessa to open up and talk about how hard or how wonderful it is to be a teenager, and I think we have a lot of fun that we're going to have in the next few weeks. I think that this can be a weekly podcast It's Tuesday morning today, but I was hoping to get this done Monday night. I think Monday night podcast is going to be a perfect time for me. And I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. My wonderful three daughters are going to be together with me on Christmas Day, which is Tuesday. And I think we'll do a podcast from there. We're going to have a lot to talk about. So have a wonderful week and let's get some things accomplished. Goodbye.